Yo, episode 10 of That Guy Show. I'm William. I'm Matt. Today we're talking about fun TED Talk names and deep fakes. Deep, deep fakes. Putin. Got me like, whoa, yeah, way up in the skies, like, whoa, my time is trying to get my life right. My God never fails, so I'm here to tell. Little for king of king, what you think this is? Got me like, All right, dude. What's up, Will? Man, I'm feeling professional. You should be feeling professional because you got this table. You just built this table like overnight. This is like Noah's Ark type stuff going on. Yeah, we got here. a we got a new podcast uh, podcast desk. We got new microphones, new boom stands, iPad, iPad mounts, iPhone mounts. All the bare necessities. We're we're all yeah. about the bare necessities here. We figure if you're gonna do it, do it. You the, know the monitor on the table. When we do video, we're going to look like we've been doing this for years. Yes, we'll be looking oh so professional, sounding professional now with our new fancy microphones. I know. We picked up uh, two Shure SM7Bs, man. I'm kind of Not I'm a sponsor yet. Not a sponsor yet. Sure, if you're listening, sure. by all means, sponsor away. Um, man, I got some bad news. What, what happened? Two of my fish are gone from my pond. Like disappeared, gone. Yeah, two koi fish, Snaps like, and Bessie. Like didn't die, but like were basically kidnapped. I think a coon came over, snatched them up, and ate the poor bastards. I don't. I could see that happening, or a cat. It could be a cat. I, I mean, your, I doubt it, but it's probably probably a raccoon. That's the research we've done. Is that raccoons are the more likely? Well, it's hard because they were like, you know, is there any evidence of the fish, like there? Because the raccoons not likely going to take it and go bring it home. Like they're going to eat it there. And, uh, there was none. They were like, can you, can you see paw prints? And I couldn't see any, but like raccoons, like sits there and like over the water, like snacks on a guy just so that all the other fish can see. I know. Like that's pretty, that's pretty terrifying. So Elise went out there yesterday and she's like going to feed the fish. And she's like, man, I can't find the two. I'm like, are you sure? And our pond's not big. And it's we have way too many fish in it. We overstocked it, overstocked it on accident. And but, nature just helps helping yeah, you out. I guess so. There's well, a little too many fish in here. I'm gonna take a snack, yeah. boat snack. So we were heartbroken by it because we really did like the fish, and they were also kind of expensive. Koi. Well, you should just uh, <laughs> you should go just grab some fish from like a neighboring pond. I know. I'm not saying like steal it from like your neighbor, but like you know, go find like a like a like like actual pond. Like, well, given the fact that a I, yeah, given the fact that I am such a good angler, <laughs> since I'm such a good angler, um, I actually pick. I could catch you some fish to put up in your pond. Man, I'd appreciate that, dude. Shout out to my uh, brother-in-law who uh, corrected us, gave us a stat correction on what an angler is. Apparently, it's just the dude fishing. Corrected you. Well, yeah, I knew what an angler was. Well, you didn't tell me what an angler was. You just <laughs> let me. You just let me <laughs> hypothesize that an angler was the guy like giving advice on how to throw the. Well, I said that in the last episode that most times I just let you go because it's funny. Just go with it. Well, not that it's funnier, but you know, to go into like, you know, semantics. <laughs> yeah, don't want to be going into semantics with me because we'd spend no. the whole episode right doing that. So you got a fact check. I got a fact check too by my mom. Oh, very from our nice. Thanksgiving episode. Oh, yes. So also found out my mom's a a, a listener. That's the way uh, to like find. A regular listener. That's the way to find out. Um, 
And again, I wasn't hiding anything, but I honestly thought that one of our family traditions that I had mentioned was that my mom started just putting out pistolets, little rolls, and spread out. <laughs> it turns out Will's the only one that was grazing Thanksgiving. Evidently, that's else. the only thing I remember of Thanksgiving. She goes, no, we've always sat down as like a, at, at a family dinner. And I was like, what? <laughs> you know, I was waiting for her to tell me, yes, and we actually live in Michigan, you know? <laughs> like, like, you're that son, wrong. And son, we do. We do. <laughs> we're not you're not from where you think you're from i know so mom thanks for listening thanks for correcting me um, hey, we like the stat corrections keep them coming my i do my uh and my don't bro- be afraid to do it mom on facebook and just call me out yeah i know so my brother-in-law marco poloed me and so it was nice getting a video stat correction so i was like he should definitely do this on facebook or yeah. uh, twitter you know so that that stunk um i wish i was correct on my memories you know, well, it's, it's actually to... interesting about memories. I mean, literally, like our memories as kids, that's what we remember. And there's reasons why we remember it that way, but yeah. it's not the way it necessarily happened. I agree. I agree. All right. Well, dude, you do you uh, do you watch or listen to TED Talks? I've, I've watched I've listened to a couple. I remember when it first came out on the old Netflix. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, I watched yeah. a couple that were really cool. They have a TED app as well. I think oh, I'm sure they probably got the whole. I watch them on YouTube and uh, listen to, they have some podcasts, which is, I think are just the actual talks themselves, but it's on podcasting apps. But man, I was going through some of the names, the titles of these talks. And I was like, these are absurd names. They, like they were, they were out wild there. Names. Yeah. So I figured it'd be a fun game for us to play a little uh, fact or fiction to see if you can guess what is fact or fiction of TED Talk names. Oh, like the actual name of an episode. Yeah, so I have watched all of these episodes. Okay. Or all of these talks. Um, so I do know what they are about. I'll give you a very short synopsis on what they are about. And you tell me if the talk is real. Or if you just made it up. Or if I just made up the talk. Now, are you going to take an existing talk, talk and like twist it? Or are you just going to, the, the wrong one, the false ones, the fiction ones are going to be completely like out of your ass? Yes. Okay. So it's going to be like... Okay, one, okay, time out. There's probably like two or three of them I actually didn't watch because I didn't have time to watch them, but the rest of them I did watch, so I might tweak something out of there just trying to make it oh, up. Oh, yeah, I got you. No, I'm with you. Know, you. Yeah. No, but it was just helping me uh, formulate yeah. my responses if I knew this was like completely out of left field or just slightly, um, you know. No, no, no. no. So, okay, I got it. Let's okay. do it. All right, so first one's first. Um, I grew up in the Westboro Baptist Church. Here's why I left. By Megan Phelps Roper. And let me know if you want a synopsis. We'll do a two point and one point thing. So well, you get this it right one, now. this one, I'm gonna say is true. Why? Because I think I watched it. Damn, <laughs> this is true. This is true. Or I read an or, or like I read an article about it. Yeah. Or I definitely watched this one. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Next one. So that's that's two points. You didn't need a. a Boom. Hit. Two points. Count it. Ding. Put it on the board. I wish I had. Does this one work? Oh. Okay. Nice. All right. Um, blackface, whiteface, drawing the comedic line. It's dot, dot, dot. Drawing the comedic line by Andrew Phillips. Um, you know, I'm going to call I'm, I'm going to call fiction on this one because Andrew Phillips, that's I don't trust. I don't trust the two first names. Come on. <laughs> that's correct. Two yes. points. Count it. <laughs> <laughs> two first names can never trust them, man. The people with the. the Sorry for all you people that have a first name for your last name. Okay, no well this, offense. This next one is actually, um, oh no, not this next one. Yeah, this next one has two first names. So 
I don't know what you think about that. My Road Trip, My Road Trip Through the Whitest Town in America by Rich Benjamin. <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm just judging the names now. I'm like, it's like Rich yeah. <laughs> Benjamin. Is that even a real person? Is that a real name? Is that a um, I'm gonna go ahead and say uh fact. For why? No apparent reason whatsoever. Yes, that's correct. It is. It is true. What was the name? What was the synopsis of that one? So the synopsis of that one is, um, so there's this guy, Rich Benjamin, who drives through the whitest town. I'm just, America. I'm really interested. It's to know. one of the ones I didn't get to watch. Dang it. I want to know. <laughs> well, did you at least find out wh- what is the whitest town in America? No, I didn't get to watch it. Oh, I say I'm interested. Well, that sounds like an towns. interesting. It was, it, it did look interesting. Um, but this next one I did watch. Okay. Um, or did I? Uh, do it for the vlog dot 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 how i went too far by logan paul well i'm gonna go ahead and say true why <laughs> because you said this one i did watch <laughs> oh you psyched me out i did that was a fake out that was, that a, was a fake out was it a deep fake or was it just a regular fake it was just a regular fake regular fake yeah, okay. i don't want to see a deep fake of logan paul okay um this is also all under the culture category too um we will get to other categories in a second um here's the next one a black man goes undercover in the alt-right by theo ej wilson um in the alt white right right yeah not oh. white i was like what the heck is the, the alt white <laughs> i was like he may stand out i just i yeah, know um okay i'm gonna go ahead this sounds very like uh, mod. It, this sounds like something that would just be a normal, uh, like spot on CNN. So I'm gonna go ahead and say true. Good. That's very very Fact. good. Killed it. Boom. All right. So you're up to what, like six points, eight oh, no. points. I'm up to a lot of points. Okay. I'm Seven, killing it. You have 17 points. All right. Let's go to another category. This is a life category, right? Okay. Just things that have to do with with life. Um. Everybody. Fiction. Fiction. I know. Everybody poops, or do they? By Benjamin en- Enders. His name is Benjamin Enders. 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 <laughs> okay. The end is near. Um, sure. Everyone poops. Uh, I'm just going to go it's ahead and everybody say... Everybody poops. Fiction. Dot, 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 or do they? It is fiction. You got that one. You <laughs> Good job. I called it early. 27 points for Matt. All right. Um, a Prepper's Guide to Repopulating the World Alone. By Isadora Van Neyman. Yeah. Isadora Van Neyman. Interesting. I like how, you know, you pretended like you didn't know how to pronounce the name as if it was a true statement. Well, but, I couldn't read my handwriting. <laughs> but I will say that, um, give me the title again. A Prepper's Guide to Repopulating the World Alone. This totally sounds like a, a woman, like a man-hating woman uh, talk right here. Like, yes. Because this is like what she fantasizes about is a world without men. <laughs> and so like she come up with how would you like repopulate the world, but eliminating probably the male genome out of uh, existence. Well, you know they're talking about doing that. Oh, I'm sure they are. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and say a uh, fact on this one. Yes, it is not true. <laughs> I made that one up. Uh, coming, oh. coming soon, though. And coming by the soon. way, I did go through and all of the names that I am using are names from TED Talks. Or they're kind of like tweaked a little bit from other TikToks. Oh, gotcha. So they're so like real people's names. So you names tried to get real names. Yes. So that I wouldn't did. be able to just judge it exactly. on the name. Uh, turning trash into toys for learning by um, 
Arvind Gupta. I'm going to go I ahead. I apologize, Arvind Gupta, if I said that wrong. I'm going to go ahead and say uh, false. Good job. Yes. No. Oh. Just joking. That is a, a real. That is fact. Um, okay. My Mushroom Burial Suit by <laughs> J. Rim. It's got to be fact. It is. It's got to be fact. It is so too fact. ridiculous to be false. Do you want the synopsis of this one? Yes, absolutely. I, I did watch these ones. So. Absolutely. There's so much chemicals in your body from what you consume on a daily basis. Oh, that, that they are. That when you are buried, it just goes into the earth. So they, some artists and scientists have got together and are creating or popular or trying to um, mate or whatever. I don't know what the word is. Mate? A mush, new mushrooms. They're trying to oh. make new mushrooms and make them like mate with each other. I know they don't mate with each other, but you know, pollinate each other, whatever. Gotcha. Whatever okay. mushrooms do. Okay. That will eat all of these chemicals and not die. And then whatever they excrete, oxygen or clean chemicals, whatever. So there's a suit you can buy. It costs probably millions of dollars. And she was wearing it on stage while she's giving this talk. <laughs> And what? it's weird. It looks like there's like spider webs on her, but the spider webs are the fungus that are like ready. So when you go and die and when, you know, rain hits you and they grow and they decompose your body for you in a clean way. And, um, and then like, what do you harvest these mushrooms? And then you can like assume the person's like a uh, persona. If I'm not mistaken. The mushrooms like stay underground and they, they, Oh, you're not like harvesting the person and then like trying to like have your ancestors like eat them. No, I don't, I don't, I hope not. I, I just it's just the idea of like mushrooms living off of a dead body that are gonna make me not like mushrooms um, as much as I did before. I concur. I do love some mushrooms though. I can get on board. I mean, with if that. it's sauteed down and I'm eating a steak, I'm at this point I'm just like, whatever. But it still gives me pause. Even if like they were my mushrooms. Even if they were, they were like William mushrooms. That would be really weird because why would you be eating mushrooms if you're dead? body was producing mushrooms no i'm not eating mushrooms i am the mushroom the mushroom is now me <laughs> that's what i'm trying to say okay let's go to the next one let's go to a new category um, I'm, I'm pretty sure that like your body i mean that's the whole point is like your body like goes back to the earth like i don't think them i think that nature does that already well the point is, is that it actually eats and like, almost filters out the chemicals that are inside your body okay the so like all the so like all the all the uh like coffee mate that i've been drinking all these years so it doesn't damage the environment when I die. Uh, yeah, you do not want to damage the environment <laughs> when you die. All right, new new topic: technology. This will this will lead into. Wait, where's our, our where's our where's our tech news sound, man? Well, this isn't tech news. This okay, is, this is still my game. This is still fact or fiction. Oh, okay. Sorry, my bad. I didn't even realize where we are. Yeah, <laughs> we're still in the game zone, man. Here yeah, I am. Yeah. Fact Here or fiction? Jeremiah is celebrating early, oh, and no, then all I of a sudden, about to lose. New topic of the game: fact or fiction. Gotcha. Is technology. Okay, tech. Okay. Forget Wi-Fi. Meet the new Li-Fi Internet by Harold Haas. I'm going to go ahead and say true. Why? I have no idea. It is true. <laughs> and Li-Fi is light. So basically they can like, they can take light from any source and like render it and like make a video play on a monitor that's not hooked up to anything. Like a projector, like a projector. Yeah, well, not like a projector, but like uh, it was it was like a computer screen, and they played like, you know, an old screensaver of like these clouds moving, and when he would like show the light on it, like it, 
the light hitting was doing like hitting it at a certain speed or rate that was giving it like Wi-Fi. Now there was no internet from it. I don't know exactly how the technology works. He didn't go into it because it was a, like very beta. Yeah. But Lightfi, Lifi, yeah, Lifi. It's a cool name. It is. It is. Okay, it's catchy. VR, virtual reality, or vulnerable reality. How VR can make you a better lover by David Kruger. I'm gonna just gonna have to go fact on this one. Ooh. <laughs> I made that one up. The first one you did get right. I apologize for not giving you a beautiful sound, but virtual reality <sighs> is uh man, it's gonna be it's gonna be intense. I just think about like yeah. Well I don't wanna think about it. We're getting into like the, the deep fakes later with virtual reality. Just right. The endless possibilities of sin. <clears throat> well, and just but <laughs> I'm also just feeling like just virtual reality just I mean, it can you imagine like like putting on a headset and just like like seeing another person in real time. Like you know what I'm saying? Like being able oh, to have yeah. like a 360 camera, like being able to like literally feel like you're in someone else's presence by like being able to see 360 in the room that another person's in. Like just that alone which is more realistic. Like that's coming, yeah. you know, that's going to be crazy. We're going to talk about that later in the show. Cause I have some stuff that you had mentioned before. Like when you talk about the portal and you did that with the fact of fiction a couple oh, weeks ago, I just saw commercials for Dude, it. I want one now. Did you see the commercials for the portal? Yes. So th- did they mention Facebook at all? They're like, no, literally they've been, they've been li- very good. Yeah. They're leaving out Facebook's so name. Did you see uh, oh, uh, Mark Rover is a YouTuber. Used to work for NASA. Got the rover on Mars, right? And so now he just does YouTube videos. But they're like really legit good. Like makes us the giant super soaker. Yeah. And all these other cool science videos. Well, he did one, and the sponsor of it was Portal. And because he he collaborated with another NASA scientist from someplace else in California, and they used the Portal. So like as they were like going around the workshop and walking, the camera was like zooming in and out and following them. Like it was pretty, it was legit pretty cool. Yeah. So anyway, he was, he was going through his little commercial for it and he was like, you know, it, it doesn't connect to a server. Everything is local to it, to the portal itself. Kind of like the iPhone, like nothing goes to iCloud. It has to do with my passwords, accounts, anything. It all stays on my phone. It doesn't go to anywhere else. It's encrypted onto my phone. Well, he said, it's the same thing with the portal and, um, excuse me, I just burped. Wow. I wonder how good these microphones really are. Wow. Okay. That so was, that was weak sauce, by the way. I, it was. That was. That well, was I, I hid the first half of it. Right, right. And so it came out. It just came yeah. out bad. I mean, if you're going to burp, you might as well tear it up. Okay. I will. Next time I have to burp, okay. I will you tear it up. Just let it rip. I will. We'll see how good these mics really are. Okay. So um, anyway, but he talks about the, the, the um, privacy portion of it. And basically, like when it goes to sleep or something like that, the camera automatically turns off. And the, and the microphone turns off automatically or something along those lines. And he's like, if you want it more analog, they actually comes with a sleeve that you can cover the camera face for. And nice. I was like, Facebook is trying so hard with this. They are. But I mean, it doesn't matter. Like if it, 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 if it goes in the sleep mode, it can be woken up. Therefore, it's it's still and you can still harvest. I think so <clears throat> even though the information is being um, stored there what you're watching and what you're doing is still being recorded. And I forgot, I think it was like, you know, they can still access certain informations about who you're calling, what you're yeah. doing, you know, like whatever. But, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's definitely interesting, but I just thought it was cool when I saw the commercial for it and they were like taking Facebook out of the brand of it. And oh, it was like, yeah. it's own, its own thing. I was like, Oh, that's interesting. And they're focusing big on privacy. Okay. Um, how we'll all become cyborgs and extend human potential. By Hugh 
her. Two R's, not one. Well, I I would definitely watch this if this were real, but I'm going to go ahead and say fiction. Man, I am killing it now. Golly, see, you threw me making off. the comeback. You threw me off. So what happens when you it's like it's like when the Saints play a good defense and then all of a sudden their like high octane offense just comes to a halt. Yeah. So stop playing defense, man. Freaking Dallas. Hate you, Dallas. Okay. Last one. Of course, granted, the last time Dallas killed the Saints winning streak, we won the Super Bowl. So I mean, hey, just saying. Me too. Okay. Um, How Giving Up Technology Led Me to Join the Commune by Magnus Meech. Two E's. Wow. I'm going to go ahead and say uh, fiction. Good job, dude. That's it. Those are TED Talks. But for real, when I was going through them, like there was so much more I wanted to do because some of the ones that I was like trying to create, like make up, sounded too good or too legit. Yeah. And the ones I was reading were so fake sounding. Right. Like, who would name their talk this? Like, it was just like crazy. Like, how to die in your mushroom suit. Yeah. Like, I was like, there's that sounds so not like a real talk right. that it's got to be. So that was our uh, fact or fiction. Okay. So up next, man, we got some good stuff going on. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's like really, we don't really have a lot of tech news other than a conversation about this. I mean, everyone's just losing their minds over cell phone yeah. analytics. We'll just call it tech time. Tech time. Tech time. Tech time. So the question here, Will, yes. is um, as we hook up our um, our modems to play Duke Nukem, yes. um, is what do you use your screen time thing? Like, do you look at it? Do you use it to d- determine if you're using your phone too much or whatever? Like I where have. did this where like where did this desire and it's not just like like Facebook's doing it, Instagram's doing it like where it's like they're trying to pretend like they're trying to dissuade you from using their stuff too much. Well, like we yeah. it's like it's like uh, it's like uh, the tobacco company like sending you a message. You've uh, smoked two packs of cigarettes today. You may want to lay off a little bit. See, we're trying to be healthy. Here's 50 cents off. <laughs> Here's 50 cents <laughs> off coupon off your next uh, pack. So, yeah, for example, so, like, uh, you can go to Instagram, right? And we have a business Instagram, like, account for our youth group. Um, And I can go on and see what the interactions are, what the content is, what the audience is. But if you go and you swipe, I don't know if you know this, but when you're on Instagram, oh, just dropped my phone. If you're on Instagram, if you swipe to the right from this page, it comes up with, like, a little menu, right? Okay. So you swipe right from the main, like, your profile page, and you can actually see your activity. So my daily average on Instagram right now is two minutes. Um, I don't spend a lot of time on Instagram, but let's say Wednesday, I was on it for 10 minutes Wednesday. Wow. Now that's our youth group night and I will post stuff and I don't go like, you know, looking at people's profiles and stuff. We use it just for information, but the fact that they're showing you this, so it's it's really big. So the iPhone has another thing that tells me like how much usage I've had. Um, You know, the only reason why I want to know is to see if I'm going to go over on my data. Granted, I now have unlimited data, but... Which we've already discussed in other tech talks that that doesn't really exist, but whatevs. It's still unlimited. They just throttle it. They don't, like, stop the data. Yeah, well, if you throttle my data, it's throttled. Yeah, but I don't have to... I, I mean, I, whatever. <clears throat> anyway. So, um, but yeah, so, like, phone usage. So, I'm trying to think of, like, what other technologies do I use consistently? You know, TV is a big one for me, so... 
I do I'm, not want to know how much time I spend on TV or my phone. Like I find the whole thing like this. I do not want to know this information. Right. This is not helpful. This just makes me feel bad. And then, but, but you know what it makes me think of? It makes me think of Final Fantasy. Because if you remember, Final Fantasy would record how much time you spent playing. How much game time. Yeah, you've like you're like twenty four hours in, you're like, you know, like eighty hours. So really fantasy, um, you know, Final Fantasy is like a, a prophet of this new screen time analytic era. Yeah. I mean absolutely. So I know when I'm trying to find um I know when I look at my phone and how much usage I have, or it'll tell me like from the last time I've charged. I mean, I'm on my phone a lot. Oh, yeah. I'm on it a lot, too. But, I mean, it's like I'm also doing work on my phone. Actually, when I was home for Thanksgiving, so I, I had off, I um, had off like the couple days that week, and I didn't do a bunch of work. I got a notification from my iPhone saying, your uh, your usage is down by like four hours this week, you right. know, or four hours a day or something. And I, like it was like congratulating me, like I just won like a certificate or something, and I'm like... Are you mad that I'm not using the phone? Do you want me to use it more? Like, I'm just, I, I'm confused why I'm being given this data, though I never asked for it. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if, so in settings, you can go to cellular. You can look for current period under cellular data. I don't know what this current period is, but it says 178 gigabytes. Um, eight, YouTube, no, I'm a big YouTube guy. So this is telling me I've used 80.2 gigs of YouTube. Sounds like a lot of gigs. It is. Music, 15.8. App Store, 12.1, which I have no idea. I guess it's just updating. Yeah, it know? might be the updates from the App Store. Um, which right. that would just determine how big the update was. Right. System services. So time and location uses 6.4. My personal hotspot is one. Where are you using, Where are you getting this information from? Um, so if you go to settings. I'm there. Okay. And, um, oh, screen time. Or now. So I just go to cellular. At the top, okay. You scroll down, cellular data. Oh, so this is, but this doesn't count the stuff on Wi-Fi. No, it doesn't. This is just what's on cellular data. I do 11, 11 gigs on podcasts. My How podcast is two point nine gigs. Wow. Well, we can see who's podcasting. Actually, though, it's not really fair because my car doesn't have a working radio and hasn't for about three years. But I listen to podcasts every day. Yeah, so but I don't know why it's so low. But I listen. I mean, I listen in my car because well, I don't have a radio. Again, I and so I'm using cellular opposed to if you are at work or at home and you're listening to podcasts, right? Or like at the gym or something. So, like, how much do you use your phone? Like, how much do you rely on your phone? I mean, I use it all all day, every day. Me too. I mean, I, I and I'm not just talking about business. I'm talking about every time I go to the bathroom, I could probably be out in 15 minutes. Like, I could probably. 15 minutes faster in the bathroom oh because you're just spending time well you know especially the bathroom is definitely like your sanctuary it's it's william's quiet time, it's quiet time. <laughs> <laughs> well i mean i think i know a lot of people especially if you have multiple kids the bathroom is the sanctuary yeah like you can just go in there and like hey i'm in the bathroom just i need my time it's mommy's office yeah my wife thinks it's really weird that I use my phone in the bathroom. Like she thinks that's really gross. I think most people do. I don't. I mean, do you clean your phone after you go to the bathroom? I, you know, I've always thought that I should sell like phone wipes because they don't, I feel like they don't make anything. I, I use these little, like I use these little alcohol wipes, but it's probably not good for my phone. But my thought was if we made little phone wipes, we could sell them. That would well, be a great business venture. 
I don't think so. You don't think people would buy that? I think you need to make a case that has phone wipes in the back of it. And so they can put their own wipes in the back. And it's a case. So it's right there. But, but no one makes the actual wipe for it. So you just have a case with a place for nothing. So you want to you want to create phone I guess you could, sanitizing wipes. You right. can't use any other sanitizing wipes. Only the phone ones. Right. I feel okay, like, I'm down. I mean, I'm I, feel down. Like you, I feel like all that we would do is just like basically get like a wipe that has like, you know, whatever it is, like the low pH water or something. You know what I mean? Like something that doesn't really have any chemicals. Cause like, yeah. like putting alcohol all over my phone in the case, like I just feel like I'm going to like mess it up or something. But what do I know? I don't. Well, not much because it's waterproof. Who's waterproof? Your phone. My phone is not waterproof. I'm just playing. Up I'm to playing. six foot <laughs> for like 30, 30 but what, minutes. Don't you have to, you don't it's have like to IP cover, 68 or you whatever. don't have to cover up the uh, like plug in thing, like the port for your charger. No. Why are you why are you looking at me like that? Because it's waterproof and you're like you don't have to cover it up. No, it's it's meant to go like be dropped in pools. You can drop this iPhone up in a pool and then just take it out and it's fine. True. I don't believe you. Uh, for up I, to thirty minutes. Wow. Like a regular like six foot pool. So so basically next time phone gets dropped in the toilet, it's still good. Absolutely. That's crazy. There's no more putting it in rice. That's that's cray cray. Yeah. Unless you do something stupid and like crack, have a cracked screen, maybe you wanna not have that you know interesting but okay. no no the, the, yeah the phone's waterproof now even the port well the phone yeah the whole the whole entity interesting yeah you can put it in the water is that my dog crying <laughs> no is that you i think that was the chair squeaking oh <laughs> <laughs> new mics are very powerful they are very powerful a little too much information okay so well, yeah we use our phones like now crazy. i'm literally watching my screen time go up because it's like on my phone's yeah. on and i'm watching it <laughs> increase while we're talking but it, it like breaks it down productivity social networking entertainment interesting apparently i'm very productive on my phone I, my, i'm productive yeah screen time thanks for however you measure that uh, apparently okay but i do feel like some of this information is just just going too far and i'll give you an example at&t has just come out with a brand new thing i am doing i'm doing random i'm doing a teaser okay so i heard Not about a sponsor <clears throat> I, so at&t has this new thing on the phones for if you're on an at&t plan and it's called secure family okay and it tracks the whereabouts of your entire family like in real time and you can note and you can put notifications when people go to certain locations. So, wow. for, so for example, it'll give you a notification when your child arrives at school and when your child, well, when your child's cell phone arrives at school. And cause I mean, you know, kids are not in, you know, they're smart enough to hack this, but when your phone arrives at school and when your phone leaves school, so it'll like notify the parents if you like leave school early or something. Right, right, right. Or like you could like set it up to where like if your spouse like goes to like Macy's or something, yeah. like you get alerted, you know, like doo -doo, like turn the credit card off, you know, <laughs> something like that. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, so I secure family just sounds so creepy. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'll probably track the whereabouts of my child um, as much as I can. Um as he grows up slowly behind them <laughs> right well now i don't need to i can just probably hack directly into his phone and just listen to what he's doing well I think i'm secure secure family we, they will have an app and it'll be known as like a spy spy gate or something yeah. and then you just like open up it's like hey i if you if you want to pay for your own phone then pay for your own phone so but, do, do any of your 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 kids at youth group like did they ever be like man i wish you were my dad like i wish you were you and christian were my mom and dad um, I don't think, uh, I can't or have remember. you ever had that? Maybe not specifically at youth group, but have you ever had that in general? 
Because Elise and I have gotten it. And I'm like, you have no idea what it'd be like to be my kid. Yeah. Like, like we're cool and everything at youth group and all, but I oh, mean, yeah. I'd, I'd backhand you so many times for the stuff that you say, you know, <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but like, as my kid, you wouldn't get away with that. You know, as your youth minister, I'd be like, ha, 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 don't say that. That's not cool. Yeah. You know, but if you were my kid, I'd, I'd have smacked you up the I don't know. Side of head. I, I, I've come to realize that half the stuff that you think you're going to do for your kid like you know it's just different like once you like start having kids you're like yeah whatever like you know what i mean like things that you thought because like in my mind i'm like i am not buying my kid a brand new car like no way oh yeah i don't care how much money i make like you will have a type of hoopty and you will like take care of it and you will help pay for it Absolutely. you know what i mean and uh you're, you will be driving a hoopty but then i could see myself just being like you know what i just i'd, I'd rather be safe I just got to get him an, uh, you know, good, good safety standards. And the next thing you know, he's just basically got like a nice, it might not be a brand new car. You just get him a truck, man. They'll, they'll. My son loves trucks. And I'm like, kid, you are not going to be that kid with a truck in high school. Why not? Well, okay. So I have this thing. It's, it's totally unfounded, but. Share. Well, actually it's not unfounded, but it's, it's totally like a stereotype. But I just feel, I just find that pretty much any kid that has a brand new truck in high school just generally uh what's the right word to use uh generally just would be a not particularly nice person a db a, a, <laughs> a duty face oh you drive a 1997 uh, ford f-150 you're a douchebag <laughs> pretty much and like so that was my high school experience but given that i've never really left high school because i remained in high school so uh, i used to teach at all girls schools and i would always just be like dude does he drive a truck? Yeah, he drives a brand new truck. I'm like, I was like, jerk, dump him. Like, he's a, I mean, because I'm like, he didn't pay for that truck. That means he doesn't value it. He doesn't know the value of earning it. Now, if it's a beat up old truck, okay, that's a whole different world. But if it's a brand new truck, right, and you're in high school, just, I mean, pretty much, it's like, like, that's like the surefire way to just make your kid like a total, you know, jerk face. It, I don't know why, but it just, it happens. But, regardless of the case uh yeah phones are kind of like losing their minds as far as like tracking your every move and like your heartbeat and stuff but i do think it's kind of cool that you can kind of keep track of your um like heart rhythms and stuff like oh, you've yeah. heard like at the, the apple watch like saving people's lives because <laughs> they're about to have a stroke and stuff or like that. fall yeah it's just pretty crazy yeah so they have the ones that that uh will monitor um the new ones not yet it's not out yet the, the watch is, but the technology or the, the software update's not out yet. You know what I just thought of? Oh, my gosh. Another million idea aside from cell phone wipes. Okay. What is, is this? Um, we can start a company for cell phone wipes, okay, as well as uh, an app that alerts me when my wife's heart rate hits like a certain level. Like, you know what I'm like saying? Remember, angry level? Remember, remember mood rings, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like a mood ring, like uh, a ta like app for the Apple Watch. So like when my wife like gets into like the anger zone, like I can get notified, like a text message. that's like, calm down, like, like about to rage out, like yeah, get yeah. into Hulk like mode, you know? So like, I'm surprised they don't have something. So that would be, okay. I feel people would use that. Even if it didn't work well, like if people would use that all the time. Like, so I, I'm not going to lie to you. I, when, so me and my buddy, Chris, right, he's got an Apple watch. I got an Apple watch and, um, we have shared each other's, um, workout analytics. So if, when I close a ring or something like that, like it'll ding on his watch to let him know, Hey, William is beating you. Right. doesn't happen often, but sometimes it does. 
Um, he'll like send me screenshots being like, good job, buddy, you know? And so that's letting me, that's letting him know that I have walked, you know, a certain amount of miles. Interesting. Or I've burned a certain amount of calories, right? So my watch will ding and let me know when I'm like sitting down or laying down. And like, if I get bad news or, you know, I get a, I just have a conversation with somebody that I'm not really fond of and it's not really going right. Like my watch will ding and let me know that my heart rate is like, you know, basically your heart rate is going really high. Can you feel the pressure rising. The movement of your body is telling us that something's wrong because you're not working out, right? So there's nothing wrong with your heart rate getting to 150 beats per minute, but there is when you're sleeping, you yeah, know? So yeah, something's wrong. Right. So it'll let me know when that happens. So I, I don't see why it can't. So right now I, I've been looking at my phone consistently through this podcast because my wife, my phone keeps kind of vibrating when my watch does, letting me know that my wife's blood sugar has been elevated for a certain amount of period, like a certain period of time. So why can't they have a heart rate monitor on her? So I know when something like when her heart rate goes up and I can be like, Hey, are you working out or are you mad at me? Well, and it knows. So it should be able to know that, okay, she's not running. She's not actually doing like, she's just getting upset. Oh yeah. You know, like that would be very helpful to me. You know, I get little like notifications, you know, calm it down, calm it down, entering the danger zone. Not the time, not the time to bring up drama. I know. So I think it's a million dollar idea. Mood Rings app for the Apple Watch. Mood Rings app? What'd be a better name? Ray, Hulk, Hulk out? Rage out? Yeah, we gotta come up with a good name. Like, happy wife, happy life. Yeah, but it's gotta be shorter. Like, like hangry, you know? But like, something else. Like, like Wangry. <laughs> wangry. When your wife is angry, boys, that's called a wangry. <laughs> you can be notified via text. That's right. Oh. Be Concerned. I mean, usually I get notified via text anyway because my wife just texts me that she's mad. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be nice to have a, a message a right pre, before then. Right. Like so a, I could be like, man, just I want to let you know that you look so beautiful sleeping this morning. Yeah, you I could almost like preempt yeah. the text. Like you like something I did at the house is causing a possible anger right now. And I'm about to get like you see like the little dots appearing on your text message. And you're like, quick, diffuse, diffuse, you know, right, exactly. and you're like, I just wanted to tell you how wonderful you are. So boom. I like that one. That's Dude, a good one. I'm telling you, I come up with the I come up with the best ideas, man. Somebody listening to this podcast is gonna be like develop that and make a lot of money and then one day they'll subscribe to us on, right. uh, on the YouTube <laughs> <laughs> as a thanks. Hey guys, thanks for the idea. Let's talk about some deep fakes. Deep, deep fakes. So when when did you first hear about deep fakes? When you said, Hey Matt, you ever heard of deep fakes? <laughs> so I came across. I've heard of the technology. Yeah. I just didn't know it was called deepfakes. Right. So, well, deepfakes came out. From, well, the first time I ever saw, and it's going to sound like bad, but it's it's not. But the first time I ever heard of deepfakes was because it was used in porn. And I was reading an article, not because I was watching it, but because I was reading an article about Emma Watson being in this porn video. And I was like, whoa, geez, and Pete's really? Like, like cute not, little. Not like, Emma Watson. Emma Watson, right? Well, it turns out, no, it's a deep fake. And so they have this technology where they can take um, take a picture. Mm-hmm. Like today, it's and it's still a little crude, but if you worked hard at it, and like, I mean, not worked hard, but if you did some like good working on it, good video editing and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like it's like legit. Um, even to the point of finding like algorithms to use words that people have said in the past to to like use their own voice. 
So you could like be talking into the microphone like I am right now, and I can sound like anybody else if I had, you know, recordings of their voice. Um, and well, then, like, so like map, like basically like map out like an AI of yeah. this person's voice and how they intone words and stuff. Right. So I was like, oh, that's the technology is cool and all, but I was like, man, that's kind of disgusting that that was happening in this the porn world. And I was like, whatever, they'll they'll fight it out and it'll be done with. And I didn't think anything else of it. Okay, so I saw this video of Obama and it, it made me think, and I'm going to play a clip of it real quick, but it, it made me think like, oh crap, what are the ramifications if like this was like legit, right? We're entering an era in which our enemies can make it look like anyone is saying anything at any point in time, even if they would never say those things. So, uh, for instance, they could have me say things like, uh, I don't know, uh, Killmonger was right, or uh, Ben Carson is in the sunken place, or how about this, simply, President Trump is a total and complete dipshit. <laughs> now, you see, I would never say these things. So this is Jordan Peele address, but doing someone else would. You know, this someone and the video of it looks just like, like Jordan Peele. Um, President Obama Obama's saying it, right? Time. And so basically, the pre- it, it's like him from the Oval, right? It's like a, it's like an address, yeah, yeah. Like him is an official address that President Obama did, and I guess he gave him permission to use his video to demonstrate a deep fake. So that's what I, that's what I, that's what I gathered because, because he was like part of the study or like you know whatever he said you could use my video, but they, that I mean listening to it without the video, it doesn't quite sound like him. Like there's a, there, it does have some of his like mannerisms and stuff in his voice, no, you, you're, but it you're sounds, right. it, the audio definitely doesn't quite hit it home. But when you watch the video, it looks like President Obama's talking. Correct. Like it's like, it looks, his, his mouth, it sounds just, it, it looks like he's talking. No, it does. It's and, creepy. Which is, which is scary, right? So I saw this, um, another video done by a Canadian broadcaster who came to LA and there's this like big Hollywood company. Um, actually, it looks like a small Hollywood company, but they have they have done a lot of good big movies. Um, and they took a picture of the dude, just took a picture with a screenshot of like a webcam, right? And all of a sudden, this other guy, he was wearing this blue mask, part of their technology. And um, all of a sudden, the guy's face showed up on the other guy, the the actor's you know yeah. face, and he started talking. And now he sounded like him, like himself, but he could have if they had enough recordings of his voice to make it sound like him, right? So he was like, well, can you do like Justin Trudeau, right? Can you do my prime minister? So they went on Google, Justin Trudeau, pulled up an image, and all of a sudden he showed up on the guy's face. Now it clearly didn't look exactly like him, but if they would have refined it more, it could have looked like him, right? right. So they even did uh, Kim Jong-un, which was actually more funny because of the big round cheeks on the skinny guy that was in this video. But, I mean, what if somebody did something like this, like of Donald Trump calling out one of our enemies? Well, I feel like I feel like if there's anyone impenetrable to some deep fakes, it's probably President Trump. What do you mean? Well, because he just says like crazy stuff all the time. So like, you know, you're like, oh, President Trump would never say that. Because, I mean, is there really like a, a phrase that, I mean, obviously, you know, there's like some crazy stuff that you'd be like, oh, this is obviously fake. But I mean, right, just yeah. of like trying to deep fake something like, oh, I'm going to nuke that dude. Like, I'm, yeah, he might say something like that. You know what I mean? Like, doesn't mean he's really going to nuke you, but he, he might throw that out there, you know, in a random comment somewhere, uh, which you would be like, that would never happen anywhere well, else. But so, my point is, is I see what you're saying about, about the deep fake, like, 
um, and how the ramifications of this, because not only you got to now combat, you know, in a sense, like fake news or just news that's like all like um, distorted. Now you right. can just straight up have just a fake video of someone saying something they never said. Well, so let's say let's say Trump did say something like that. Like, let's say there's a deep fake of Trump. It's a video of of him. Right. And he's going off saying, you know, we've had enough of of North Korea, Korea, North Korea. And we have just initiated like DEFCON 5, whatever it is. The nukes are in the air. Join us now live on Twitter to watch them as they hit. (laughs) But could you imagine if. You yeah, know, someone thought that was real. and If and they thought it was real and went back. Now, I'm sure people's intelligence would go back and be like, no, this is a deep fake. And they talk about ways to find out whether it well, is a deep fake. My best, the best video you showed was of the forensic scientist who uncovers deep fakes. Right. And it's like moments like that where you're watching like a documentary and you're thinking to yourself like, how do like why am I not an expert forensic on deep fakes? Well, like, I want to be like, you know, when I grow up, that's gotta be I want to cool. be a firefighter. I want to be a cop. And this guy was like, no. I'm going to discover fake people. <laughs> you know, I'm going to find fake people, which I think is awesome. Well, and most of these deep fakes are happening um, in colleges. I mean, it's like, you know, basically people with a whole lot of time on their hands yeah, and a whole bunch of government funded <laughs> computers and time. And so they're just messing around with it. But um, what, you know what I, I thought was fascinating about this, though, was we we know the technology has been developing because think about it um, before the iPhone 10 came out. I was watching an Adobe conference where they were showing how they could take uh, animated images like vector art images and they would like set up a a webcam and a person was talking and they were using like the facial recognitions to make the avatar use your expressions, you know? And so we've seen that technology developing, you know, with the, um, the emojis or the animojis and all these other things that are coming out. Um, the ability to face swap a photo, you know what I mean? Like just a lot of different little things, which is fun to do, which is totally fun to do. I like when dads do it with their like sons, you know, that's kind of crazy. It's yeah. funny. Like this is you in the future, kid get used to it. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, you've seen it, but they showed a video from one of the earliest ones in Hollywood. And it, it, and, and, and it was so realistic was from Forrest Gump was when right. they interjected him into that scene with president Kennedy. With JFK. How cool was that? Like I was like, cause we all remember that scene, you know, he's like well, drinking you, the code. You watch it now and you're like, this is so fake. Whatever. But at the time it was like, yeah, it was and, pretty good. And it's still pretty good, I yeah. think. I mean, like, you know, the words were kind of like, but they made his his mouth look like he was saying, you know, somebody get this man a Coke or whatever <laughs> it was. <laughs> I got shot oh, in no, the he, butt. What he, did he say? I don't even. He, he had he had to go pee. So oh. he, he drank too much Dr. Pepper. Oh, that's, that's what, what it was. was. Um, so what ways could you see this technology being used like for good. And I don't mean for good as in like to help mankind, but like in good ways, which way? Like for example, Animoji. JFK oh. in Animoji, right? Yeah. Animoji is definitely uh yeah, that's that's good. Well, the Memojis are not there yet, you know. I don't know if you have a Memoji. Yeah, I do. And uh, but they're just not there yet. Um, you know, bit strips or or what's it called? Um Bitmoji? Yeah, Bitmoji. That's fun. But, you know, it's still not there. Um but in what ways do you see this like in a good way? Kind of like the JFK thing, right? I don't know about good ways. I mean, I guess I can think of a lot of fun ways that it could be used. Like we were, I were just talking about, but I feel like, um, I feel like maybe like for older people who like can no longer like talk 
you know what I'm saying? Like an old professor, like old, like wise guru who like can't really talk anymore could like write up a paper or type up some stuff or whatever. And then you could like, he could then just have it be delivered in his own voice. Like how cool would that be? Like, so somebody oh, lost, yeah. like somebody that loses their voice, um, can like, instead of having a computer talk for them, could have their real voice talk for them. Like how cool would that be? No, I mean, uh, like, like someone with ALS or something. This one company that th- they visited, you know, he was basically saying like, how great would it be? Like if you were meeting with somebody from across the world, right. And like, you could actually be there, but you're not there. And I'm like, well, I still don't understand the deep fake. So does that mean someone else is portraying you and is reading what you're asking them to read? You know, like if I don't want to talk to, um, like if you don't want to be at your in-laws for, for the holidays, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> can, can you, you deep can you, fake yourself can you there? Deep fake yourself there. Right. Can you, can you get a portal? You know, <laughs> and have like your wife standing there and it be somebody else. So you know? basically you would like be deep. You'd be deep faking a FaceTime. So like if you were the CEO right, yeah. of a company and you're going to have a face to face meeting with someone, you could deep fake the video. Well, OK, so now here's something even more disturbing. So you were talking about the disturbing aspect of like someone having the president say he's going to drop a nuke on someone. Right. Would be more disturbing is a is, is a hacker sets up a face-to-face meeting, you know, a FaceTime uh, conversation right. with a world leader oh, yeah. and it's being deep faked in real time. Cause then that's a totally different situation because you're in a one-on-one conversation and you're thinking you're talking to the actual world leader and you could not be, or like a right. hostage situation where you claim to have somebody hostage. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you, there they are, they're talking, you know, save me, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, and no, they're not even there. You know what I mean? It could just be like a missing person. Yeah. So like you could have a hacker. Um, my, my mind's going crazy right now. So like you could literally have this some dude like looking up missing persons reports, find the random missing person from like a wealthy family, create a deep fake off this person by just looking them up online, finding their voice, and then just sending out ransom notices to the family. Right. You know, get money transfer wire to you. Another, like you never even stepped foot in that country, but you just sat around, did enough research and you deep faked a, a, a ransom video. Oh, yeah. So there's some um, interesting um, movies that have kind of used this technology. Right. Um, one of the more popular ones as of late would have been um, uh, Peter Cushing from Rogue One from the Star Wars franchise right he had already passed and he was bring brought back and he got they got permission from the family and they were like no i think this would be good i think he should be in this and so they basically his whole his whole scenes like were like his face was like just a digital image like there was another actor playing his role right and it was all done in cgi um but there's some interesting ones that i never even knew so like i want to go back and like look at it so you know Forrest Gump says a whole bunch of historical figures, right, is, is on this this list. Um, they had talked about uh, Brandon Lee, uh, who was Bruce Lee's son, who died before The Crow was finished, you know? Yeah. And so, like, he was another one that was, like, they resurrected him afterwards. But another one that's kind of weird is, um, well, this one's not weird, but it kind of is weird, but is Paul Walker, right? Fast and the Furious. Uh, which so, one? Seven, seventeen, forty-five. Well, seven specifically. Oh, okay. Um, because he had died in a car accident. Oh wow! And talk about some—they weren't finished. Screwed up karma. 
Well, right. And it was, he was like speeding in a Porsche or something oh, like that. Dear Lord. Um, so like he passed away, you know, tragically in 2013. Well, they weren't finished filming it. Was he, did he have a rocket launcher and was he like jumping a bridge with his porch while shooting a rocket launcher? No. I'm pretty sure the last movie that I saw, like a like film clip of Fast and Furious, there was definitely like a tank and a doing. rocket launcher. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. It was ridiculous. So they, they brought him back. Um, but Superman. Did you hear about how they did this with Superman? Well, I don't know. With what, Man of Steel, it, with, with it, the latest one? What or? actor that ever played Superman would you ever want to bring back? I, I think they've all been almost equally terrible. Well, it wasn't just to bring him back from the dead, but the... so the. Am I the only one that thinks that that movie, the Superman movies, are just absolutely horrific? Like, why are they why are they so bad? I, I don't I don't disagree with you, but I... It's like it's like it's like watching a YouTube recap video, like you know, like you watch like yeah. here what happened in last season, and like that's what it felt like to me. Like watching that movie it was like like a scene was happening from his childhood, and then he's in adolescence, and the next thing you know, he's like twenty. Right. I'm like, what what is happening? Like, is this even a real movie? Like, I feel I just kept feeling like this is like a, a YouTube recap movie. Okay, so Henry, anyway, sorry, Henry, sorry. I don't even know how to say his name, really. Cavill? Cavill? Is this the guy we're talking Henry about? Henry Cavill? Yeah, the latest yeah, the Superman. the latest Superman. This guy so was... he was already filming another movie, and they had to go back and like refilm a whole bunch of stuff, but he had a mustache. And so he redid He refused it. to like cut the mustache? Oh, well, because he couldn't, it was for he was, the other he movie? He was doing something else already. He couldn't just tape a, a fake mustache on? Can you deep fake on? What's easier? To no, deep they... fake on a mustache or deep fake off a mustache? Well, I'll tell you this much. We don't know about on, but we do know that Deep faking off a mustache does not work <laughs> <laughs> because he looked terrible. Oh, it was so bad! Like his face. Like, do you remember Conan O'Brien? Um, he used to do these bits with like um, Saddam Hussein or something like that, and it'd be one of his writers. They would just like impose their mouth on there, so it yes, would look like they're yes. talking. You know what I'm talking yes, about? But it was like obviously it was not so obvious. Yeah, it was. It's kind of like that. <laughs> it was that bad. I don't even know. Like, just replace the guy for a uh, crying out loud. I don't know what it is about Superman. Well, it's just they had to film just, like the whole just, movie or something like that. Like it was something random. I don't. I feel like there's no other superhero that is most oftenly terribly displayed on film. They've tried Superman so many times, but yeah. just they fail at it. I don't they, know why. They do. He's impervious to uh, to good. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. I like Smallville a lot. I did like Smallville. As a show, as a series, and whatever. But like you said, he wasn't Superman. But yeah, he, he really was wasn't Kent. Superman till Correct. the you know, and like it kind of didn't get there till the end. Yeah. But and then the show sucked after that. <laughs> Your opinion, but we will we will discuss Smallville well, on another day. Well, when he became Superman, it was the last episode. There was no more shows after. We that. should have like we should have like uh, conversations over like some epic serieses. series, is this? series, series. But yeah, because like series to me, you know. I mean, there are some great series out there. And I think at once you hit like that five season mark, I feel like you can like enter in and, and when I say five seasons, I do I do qualify that by real seasons. Okay. Because okay. um because what's, what's a fake season? Well, a fake season is this new nine episode BS that's being put out by like some of these cable companies. You know, like like okay. Walking Dead. Love the show, but there's no way that show is not on season like seven or whatever. It's really oh, on season like three. I got what the you're life, like the lifeblood of a of a show, and like to me, it's that full twenty, twenty two, yeah. somewhere they're in doing that like ballpark. A, almost British style, where right they're trying to do know. these nine episode, like basically like a mini series type thing, 
that I mean, and they're and they're good, but it you can't compare something like a seven season, twenty two episode, you know, season, and then compare that to something like Game of Thrones, where you're like you're putting out nine episodes, dude. Like you know, it's like no, that, I agree. Your, your your writers might be doing a great job, but this is more like a movie miniseries, yeah. you know, than it is a actual like series. Like you 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 do the wire, you write for that show for that many seasons, then you can you got some cred at that point. Okay. Anyway, sorry. No, 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 no. Good, good. I think we should do that. Yeah, we should. We should. We should tear up some of the maybe like the top five. We'll look at like the top Just, five. We'll have a new segment series. on, and we'll we'll break down. A, Can't a wait till we get to the Buffy episode because I, I still haven't seen Walking Dead, and I think you got on me for not seeing it. I one did. of our first episodes. I okay, did. so what if they made a deep fake using the Pope? Like, what would he? <laughs> maybe maybe we have deep faked the Pope and ha- half the drama that uh, is going on. You're like, you know what? Pope Francis didn't say that. I don't. He was deep faked. Well, yeah, that'd be that'd be one thing, but that you know, that could be a great excuse. Now that that might be what's really going to happen. Everybody's be like, oh, I didn't say that. I was deep faked. That was a deep fake. I think Trump would say that. Trump would say that. I got deep faked. I didn't say that. Yeah. Anybody was there will tell you. Like when I was in the <laughs> when, when he was in the bus with what Billy Bush. Oh yeah. Whatever, if he would have known know. about deep fakes, he could just go up and grab him. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, I never said that was deep fake. Come on, that was total deep fake. That didn't even sound like my voice. You no. listen. Does that sound like my voice? Yeah. I never once said it was huge. <laughs> well, uh, it, it makes me nervous because you get a lot of, especially with everything and all the crap that we're going through in the church right now. Now, sad it is, not that we're going through it, but that this heinous BS has happened. Um, You're talking about the Catholic Church. Yeah, the Catholic Church, sorry. Yeah. And everything we're going through with the sex abuse scandals and all this other BS from those sick men. Um, like, God forbid, the Pope gets deep faked and says something he should not. Well, I feel like, and it, just being someone that, I mean, they're not that many people that follow like regularly information coming out from the Pope, you know, I mean like, but, but just like any kind of media, I feel like in a, in a sense, deep fakes have been happening for a long time. It's just when you misrepresent what somebody said, or you take their stuff out of context. Cause that happens to the Pope all the time. You know, it's like, Oh, Pope announces, uh, you know, that there's no more hell. I mean, they, that was, that was like a story. That, well, there was a story not too long ago. Yeah. I think that and it uh, was like, it's like, no, that's not what he said. Well, Pope Benedict said it was going to be okay. Like in Africa only they would allow condoms. Right. And then that the was a huge, epidemic. right. It was a huge story. And it was like, it that's was like not, taken out of context right, what he was that trying is to not say. What, yeah, yeah. That's not how he said it or whatever, but it was just funny how, you know, so, I mean, to me, it's like, I don't know if putting their voice really adds more, like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like torn as to whether or not deep fake audio. No, no, no. I'm or deep fake like, video. So let's say he's addressing, he's in, he's in, you know, you know, he's got the microphone in front of him. He's sitting in his chair and he's just talking and he's just, you know, but someone deep faked it. Like, I mean, I it feel could like, come across I, like, yeah, it could come across really bad, but I, I just feel like in nowadays we would be able to squash that just like you would squash a fake, a fake news story. But the question is who's squashing it? Like is, is like people like Facebook and YouTube just determining what goes up and down and is there going to be fake? Like, like nowadays they're just taking down fake accounts and, Correct, yeah. or accounts that they just feel like is offensive. Like if so, it's too offensive, so they you're just of the mindset that the world and the people, which I can agree with, um, are smart enough to know the difference. 
Well, I feel like with a collective effort to... Because uh, I think the news stories would like run with it. And then when it's debunked, they wouldn't they wouldn't come out as strongly as they did. Like, you know what I mean? Like it would, it would yeah. make, instead of coming out when it first came out, it'd make first page news. And then when it gets debunked, it's like on the seventh page. Right. Cause I mean, and that's the problem now. So much of the news is quote unquote clickbait. Right. I mean, the goal is to shock you, scare you, something crazy happens because the goal is just to get you to click on the links and go to this. Right. So it's like, even if the story ends up being false, we still got, we still got paid the writer for that story got yeah, paid by the number absolutely. of people that were clicking on it. So you do have, you know, I feel like you're right. They would just like, even though it might be fake, it'd be like, well, it's unauthenticated video of, they're going to start saying that an unconfirmed authenticated video of a person speaking, you know, yeah. did he really say this? But who, but who's the one that's going to police it? Cause I'm almost that now that I'm thinking about it, like how it could be kind of scary. Who's going to determine like what videos are legit and not legit. You're going to start having these just like, like, you know, Twitter and Facebook are doing now just randomly taking down accounts, but it's so easy to just start taking down people you don't agree with because well, you don't agree with them. You know what I mean? You could so, push an agenda by just squashing videos. Oh, that was a, that was a deep fake or that was, well, we have right. evidence to show that it was possible. You know what I mean? And before you know it, you've got groups being, you know, really suppressed. I wish online. the companies that, that, had the like the social media companies right you have twitter you've got facebook you got instagram you got everything i wish that they would police it they won't do it they're afraid to do it it looks like it's a it's a violation of privacy but i wish that they would police it better you know and some of them do but like if you have a video on youtube you know like i wonder with this video here of obama like i i honestly wonder did they have to like before they put it on YouTube to let them know, like, hey, don't flag this. You know, this is. Well, yeah, because, you know, YouTube will, will be able to flag. You. It's, be all, able to it's all algorithm based, algorithm based, right. right? It's not like somebody sitting there watching every single video. And all of a sudden you have a video of Obama. I would think that in their computers they would say, oh, this sounds like Obama. The video, it looks like Obama. Like, would the computer be smart enough to know? Now, granted, halfway through the video they show Jordan Peele and then they, they go and talk about it. But, you know. How do you how do you police it? Well, I mean, I think if the money's there, they'll figure it out. They'll police it because I mean, if you play a Drake song in the background of a YouTube video, I mean, you know that you post up there within like 24 hours, it's going to be taken down. Yeah. Or they're going to start putting ads up. I've been demonetized so many times. Not that we're making any money off of it because we don't have enough subscribers or views yet, but like I have it on there to be monetized and I I've, I've had videos of people I've gotten permission to use a song. Right. I've contacted the artist who's an independent artist. I've contacted them personally, like through an email and them being like, yeah, it's good to go. And so that's why, like on our podcast, we have um, these amazing artists like Chris Howland and Holy Kiss that I contacted them and got permission to use their stuff in YouTube or podcasting or whatever. And they were so cool about it until they find out that we're using it on their podcast and then maybe they won't be cool, but. No, I'm joking. But they, I mean, yeah. But they were totally like, yeah, go for it. Just give us credit. You know, right, you see yeah, at the end just, of every podcast, there's a link to their SoundCloud or iTunes account so you can go buy their stuff because, yeah. you know, supporting the, the not struggling artists, but your independent artists is so important, right? Right. But I've been flagged so many times with ministry videos when I've gotten, I've actually gotten permission to use the song from the artist. You yeah. know, it's not the artist's fault. It just gets flagged. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, they them computers, they don't miss a thing. And like, and like YouTube's, uh, it, YouTube's 
permissions are different than Vimeo. You know, Vimeo will take yeah. you down. Um, like, so in YouTube, supposedly, the way copyrights work is that if there's a song playing in the background, it's not a copyright infringement. So like if you're like, if you're filming something or interviewing someone and in the background at like a stadium, they start playing a song, right? At the stadium, that well, that's not technically a copyright. But on Vimeo, I've had accounts where that has, they've taken down videos. It like depends that. on how long the song is because that's actually not true. It actually is a copyright infringement. Like if you were at a concert and you were recording yourself in the background going no, down no, the halls. No, no, but that's different because you're at a concert. But I'm saying if you're in a place where like if you're in a mall and you're interviewing someone and there's just music in the background like playing through the, the, the speakers, as long as the music isn't being recorded and featured in the video, that's just background sound. Yeah. You can't prevent you know, all music from the background. Right, you right. Know? No, you're right. But I don't know. But anyway, but yeah, but they're, the rules are changing. But I'm my point is they'll police it if there's money behind it. If somebody is, if they're making money, you know, by policing the deep fakes, which I really don't know how they would be. They're almost like, like you said, at least a lot of media agencies are going to be making more money off of allowing it to happen and then trying to be like, oh yeah, retract it later. Oh, we took it down after, you know, 2 million hits. Yeah. Speaking of, so I feel like this goes really well okay. about taking something down after it's being up for a while. So Twitter just took down the fake Vladimir Putin um, site. Like they, Vladimir Putin had an English uh, persona, like he had his, his account on Twitter. It was, it was a fake one? Well, like apparently it was fake. It? It's six years. It's been around. And uh, it was thought that it was actual Vladimir Putin just in English, and he has one in where in his in Russian. Oh, you're saying like English language? Yeah, yeah. The whole oh, okay. yeah, like the whole Twitter's in English, and so it was thought to be like the English version of that. But it's been around for six years. It had millions of followers on wow. it, and so they took it down. But the thing that's hilarious is they just took it down, and uh, they had one million Twitter followers. And uh, one of the one million Twitter followers was actually Vladimir Putin, <laughs> who was following himself and had been for years. Yeah. So it was like three years. He was following himself. It is really funny because uh, like, who knows, like if he even knew that it was he might not have even known it was fake. He might have just thought that the, that was like one of his accounts that somebody was running or something. Maybe, you no know, yeah. It was like, but they said it wasn't anything really nefarious on this particular Twitter account. Like they're just posted like, you know, whenever he would speak or things that he would say. And it was just like all was it a, public Was it a direct translation from the Russian one? I don't, I don't know. Oh, I mean, okay. it, they, it just had been around for so long. But it's just funny that the when, when the story was going on, I, I, I just felt like they were going to say Donald Trump was one of the followers, <laughs> like, which I would have been hilarious. But somehow it just cracked me up because we knew we were talking about deep fakes today that Vladimir Putin was following himself yeah. for like three years. And it, he did not request that. It, I, mean, I don't think he requested that it was taken down. But I don't, I don't know how, but it was, it was a funny news story. Like, That's awesome. I, I follow myself. Well, I mean, if I find myself, if I found it myself on Twitter, I'd follow me. Yeah. I have two pages on uh, Facebook that I don't use. I mean, well, I created them. So speaking of, so is this a deep fake? So on Facebook, do you remember like way back in the day when Facebook first started, you could create a page for almost anything, right? Yeah. Just things you liked, like my favorite restaurant or my favorite whatever. You just like make a page, like a group. Okay. And you would like have a group. Like I had a, a group that I belonged to. It was called Bring Chipotle to Louisiana Group. And oh, I love Chipotle you so much. You did really good. Yeah, I know. 
And uh, and it was funny because Chipotle actually posted in that group because I mean the group hadn't spoken in like a year or so. Yeah. But Chipotle actually spoke in the group, like put a a blurb on the group. Hey, we're opening up. It was at on LSU's campus. That's awesome. We're opening up a Chipotle in Baton Rouge. You should have been more specific. Yeah, we were location. like, could we move that to New Orleans, please? Yes. Uh, but now there's Chipotle's all over the place. But besides the point, um, so so. I had this Chinese restaurant right by my house or right by my little apartment right. that I lived at when I lived next to the casino in the parking lot um, at these little uh, shady hotels, uh, not hotels, motels, no, not <laughs> motels, apartments, you know, but they were like, they were like, they were a little shady. Yeah. I was approached many a time and asked if I wanted to buy some, some drugs, but I had long hair, so I was just typecasted. But anyway, right. so, um, so there was a little Chinese restaurant. It was called the Red Apple. Okay. okay. It was actually called the Red Apple Number One, and at the time, <laughs> I kept looking for Number Two, but there, as far as I could tell, there was no Number Two. Right. Like, I mean, this is a—it's like a chain restaurant now, okay? But it's like a little takeout place. Yeah. Okay? The Red Apple Number One, but there was no Number Two, so it was the creepiest thing. It's like finding something with that's numbered, and you just assume like you'd only call it Number One if, if there was there a was number a two. Number Two. But right. I'm pretty sure they just named this thing Number One, unless Number Two didn't work out. I don't know. Anyway, I almost feel like you would name it like number two. Like you wouldn't name the, the first one would just be the red apple and then you'd have the red apple number two. Yeah. But whatever. So I had red apple number one. It was a great restaurant. I loved it. They had these dumplings that were, oh, they were so good. They were like steamed, but it was like the thick sort of like dumpling. Like not those like little thin ones. It was like a thickness to like the, the, the outer, yeah. the outer pasta shell, if you will. And then their dumpling sauce was so good. And it would like soak into so, the dumpling. Are you and, asking me if the dumplings are deep fake? Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> so this very long story is to say that if you remember, so over the years as Facebook has developed, they started to identify business pages and they created business pages. And then they linked them to like the restaurants and Yelp and all this other stuff, yeah. right? Okay. So somehow I became the red apple number one, like, business monitor on Facebook and like they verified the business. It's been like, I don't even so know you how you created a Facebook page for this business, right? Like many years but ago, yeah. but now I am like, it's linked to Yelp. Every review that happens, it comes across the Facebook people like post photos. They thank me for can the you, food. And I, ju- I just, name? I just respond. I'm just like, you're welcome. You know, like I've just, <laughs> I've been keeping up this businesses. Like I am the admin, like I don't know any of these people that work at Red Apple. Like I've never spoken to them, but so like recently I drove by and I was like, you know, I need a new picture because they changed locations. <laughs> so like I just took a picture of the front of the building so I could update it. I got like a new menu and then I linked their website. Right. But it's like, so I do a little work on it every now and then because I was just like, well, I feel this responsibility yeah. to keep it up and I don't know how to hand it off to someone else. And now they went from one restaurant. Now they have someone on the North Shore. They have restaurants all over. There's like four or five of them now. And so like, but they're all like, like I am the only social media presence for this like little takeout okay, Chinese so restaurant. So can you change the name of the restaurant on Facebook? I'm pretty sure I could, but once it's been verified, I think that's part of how it gets verified because oh. it's looking up the name, the address. So we wouldn't be able to make it the wise fools. We perhaps could, but we could post our episodes on the Facebook page. Dude, we should. We should do a. We should do a little something about um, like Chinese food and restaurants, and then we can like post that episode. And then there. it won't be as weird. 
Yeah, it won't be as yeah. weird. It'll be no. like it'll be like topical, you know. I don't think it's a deep fake. It might be a shallow fake, but not a deep. It's a one. it's a shallow yeah. fake because I am like the face of this restaurant. I, I like literally been doing their social media marketing for t- over ten years. You're the reason why they have <laughs> three <laughs> locations now. They have no idea. <laughs> they have no idea at all. That's awesome. Well, dude, uh, you know, I know sometimes we go deep, sometimes we don't, sometimes we just kind of brush over some topics and whatnot. Um, but we want to hear from you guys out there. Um, what are your worries with deep fakes? Have you heard of deep fakes? Please don't just Google deep fakes. Be careful to Googling deep fakes. Like I said, it was really big. It still is in the porn industry. So guard your hearts, men and ladies. Um, but honestly, we've, we've been getting some feedback from people and we've been getting fact checked mainly from family. It sounds like, which is a great, um, it's a great thing. Keep but, it coming. Yeah. Keep Especially it, on will we want to, yeah, <laughs> we want to keep the conversation going. Um, so, what is your biggest fear with a deep fake, whether from the Pope or the president or anything like that? Um, let us know. Um, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, as well as uh, Facebook if you're over 40. Um, and now Spotify. Oh, dude, we just Boom. made it on Spotify. So, yeah, we're on Spotify now. We're Ask on Alexa for us. Ask Alexa for us. We're correctly on Stitcher now. Um, so, yeah, we've been doing good. And I want to give a personal thank you um, on behalf of Matt and I and that guy show and the wise fools um, over Thanksgiving break, Matt sent me a text message of a catching foxes episode and was like, Hey dude, check this out. If you don't have time to listen to it right now, go to this time stamp. And, uh, but I, you know, I had a chance to listen to it and we do listen to their podcast and it was just, it was really awesome because they didn't really shout us out, but kind of shouted us out. And, uh, you know, so thank you, Gomer and Luke from catching foxes, uh, it was awesome because we got some good feedback from Instagram as well as other social media platforms of people saying, hey, I heard about you guys through the show. I like what you guys are doing. So keep cool. it up. And, yeah. you know, we're going to keep trying to keep it up. We're finally back on being consistent. Um, so if you haven't listened yet, um, check out our podcast. We have some some good guests on. Um, that live show last week was fun. And uh, we've got some good plans for we had, 2019. Wait, yeah, we had two really awesome interviews um, that have already uh, put, well, we had three interviews. So we had the the wives on yeah. uh, last week, which was really awesome. Oh yeah. And then we had um, uh, Oscar's interview as well as Collins, which I, they were all really good. I mean, yeah. they were really interesting. And I, I like the interview dynamic because well, it's just cool to learn about. Like, I agree. You know. So I, I realized this when I was listening to Oscars last week. I was like, we are not interviewing them. We yeah. got to change the name. There was really just like more of like conversating. That's what I was thinking. Conversating. Conversating. Because I was going to say this is like the Colin Clark conversation or the Oscar 210 conversation. No, but do now it's conversating. Con- we do realize that conversating is like a code word for dating or like friends with benefits. That is like a, a in certain areas, yeah. that's what they, when they say they're conversating with a female, oh. it means that you're not actually conversating. Um, but so, but I mean, besides that weird undertone for conversating, right. um, you know, but I like the phrase, like it's a convert, it's more of a conversation, like yeah. you said, you know. So we'll have to uh, definitely revamp that name because uh, I enjoyed the, the, the dynamic of just having a conversation instead of interviewing them. Like, you know, yeah. Um, anyway. And it was it was it was pretty cool having the wives on the show, uh, their little takeover, their little hack. It was, it was. So, so check that one out too. So we're inclusive here, man. That guy show has a, a little bit of everybody on yeah. it. Yeah, 
Um, guys, seriously, thanks for listening. Um, thank you so much for any feedback you've been giving. And uh, if you have any questions that you want to you want us to answer on the show, we're going to start to try and do a new segment uh, soon once we get enough of uh, the feedback. Anything you want to know about dudes? Be funny. Be real. Anything. Let us know, especially from the ladies. Um, do it. I've gotten some questions already, and uh, it'd be, keep them coming. It'd be fun to. We need some good. Ser- we also need it. some good, some good fun, some good serious ones too. Because oh, yeah. we got some really good ones in the beginning uh, from from Beatrice, and uh, so we got some more coming up. Beatrice has stopped listening since Collins. Uh, yes, yeah, she pretty much gave or up. No, she did not give up. She did not no. give up. So she's anyway. been very gracious. All right, um, I'm Matt. I'm <laughs> I'm Will. <laughs> no, I'm Will. No, I'm Matt. Um, it's that guy's show. So for the wise fools, thanks for listening. I know I've been